Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Paranormal, your favorite non-investigative but still true ghost story podcast. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And we have a very special guest with us today. But before we introduce our guest, I actually, we wanted to tell you guys about this new podcast that we found called Spooked. Yeah, so we we mentioned it last week as well, but um, it's basically like an improvised scary story podcast. So um, they're a little bit more creative with their content than than we are, because um, we don't Im- improvise anything. Well, I guess we just we kind of do, but uh, <laughs> their whole thing is basically improvised scary story, where um, it's never really scary and sometimes a story. Every Monday, host Damien and Cody are joined by a special guest to talk about the paranormal and do a little improv. And their past guests include Janet Varney, Larry Hankin, and Christian Brunn. So grab your friends and a blankie and get ready to get spooked. And we're going to add a link to the um, podcast in our show notes so you can go check it out and um, see if you if you're into that. All right, now it's time for the hometown haunt. Yeah, so grab a blankie for that as well. We have our good friend Mike Mitchell on the show today. He is the creator, producer, and star of this new show coming out called This Is The Thing. So welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks for having me. You guys are struggling. (laughs) Struggling on who is going to take the lead on that one. It's okay. <laughs> well, I thought we agreed before, but apparently, you know, that showbiz baby, am I right? <laughs> we'll, we will fix this in post. Yes. No, Post-production. Exactly. We no, we won't. We'll just leave it in. <laughs> the, the amount of things that Marie has requested I take out that I'm like, no, that's staying. I want to humiliate you. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. I'll do that for you. I can. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Well, I mean, before we got on this call, Marie suggested that I basically um, am the Photoshop queen and okay. that I Photoshop that all my I photos. Was <laughs> so she already humiliated me, but I'm it was before we started recording. So, so sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, we're here with Mike to talk about this is the thing and also talk about some spooky things that have occurred in the production of This Is The Thing at a famous um, factory. It's Cotton Factory, correct? Yeah, um, yeah. Which is, in, which is in Hamilton. Um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to chat about, chat about that and some of the history there. So, but before we get into that, we are going to do Mike's horoscope because I don't think we've ever done a guy's horoscope on the show ever. Look at me. I'm breaking that glass ceiling, eh? This is... Un- You're breaking that glass <laughs> yeah. ceiling. It's, it's about time. Also, I feel like there were many Twitter or tweets between Nicolina and I about a year ago where we would talk about astrology a lot and Mike would always chime in and be like, this is stupid. I don't believe any of it. So I was like, we should definitely read Mike's horoscope on but like, this, this is well, the thing about This is the thing about all that is now i'm like this is i was playing the long game to get someone to do like an astrology reading and it's finally come to fruition finally panning out time. Yeah. it's paid off baby all you had to do was make a television show and now look at you <laughs> it's probably the easiest way to get it done yeah for sure yeah that's definitely the easiest way so the funny part of this is that well i mean 
I don't know if it's the funniest part of this, but I recently posted about how much I dislike cancers, basically, on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, I think I almost have more cancer men on my Instagram than any other sign because, like, five of them messaged me and were like, what the fuck, man? Like, what did I ever do to you? I'm like, honestly, each of you are actually... I really like all of you a lot. Like, you're actually very cool people. So I'm like, you know what? This is wrong. I'm like, but I don't want to call out the cancer females that I know that are shit. So I'm just like, well, now I have. Now I've done it. But like, um, there's, there's no going back now. but I'm like, no, there's no, no going back now. But I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, maybe, OK, there's got to be something else there that's making you guys so shitty because like I actually I actually do like a lot of cancer males. They're actually hilarious people. Um, So I don't know. There must be like I appreciate a. It. I'm, I'm backtracking because I was like really apologetic to the guys who messaged me and I was like, no, you, you're actually really entertaining people. And like, I worked with a few and I was like, oh, shit. um, my yeah. answer whenever. So actually last week I said, I hate Pisces. I don't like, any, there's not a you single did. Pisces that I like. And then in the same episode was like, shout out to our friend Taylor, my really good friend Taylor. And she messaged me after the episode dropped and she's like, I, I am a Pisces. <laughs> like sick <laughs> Great. sick sick so my guys. answer is always whenever I do I do that and then I get called out and they're like actually we're pretty good friends and I am that sign I'm always like it's all in the chart baby it all depends on the chart it's definitely more yeah it's definitely that so biases aside on that note Mike is a cancer and I am going to read his horoscope for the day and we will see if it um has any it rings true for anything that he's experienced today um okay i'm nervous i'm nervous about this now (laughs) you should be um i feel like it might ring true though you're ready to hit the ground running today cancer take advantage of your desire to be productive and tackle whatever waits on your to-do list as the eager aries moon helps you devote energy towards career concerns later the moon squabble with potent pluto is liable to stir up powerful emotional responses concerning intimate relationships Elsewhere, messenger Mercury dips into Pisces, refreshing your perspectives and lightening your load mentally. That's pretty good. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty accurate. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's, is that like today's specifically? That's today. That is today specifically. Damn. I'm like doubling up too on, on work stuff too because uh, I had a podcast scheduled to do tomorrow and a production meeting tomorrow night. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be working literally like nine to five break for like an hour and then do that uh and then we rescheduled this to tonight at eight and i have a i moved my production meeting from tomorrow to tonight at like nine ish so oh i'm doing God. the exact same thing as i would be doing tomorrow but today that's weird that's spooky i don't like that i mean wow. i like it but it's like it trips me <laughs> i don't out. like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i've had a feeling that that was going to ring true just because i knew that getting this recording was a bit of a like the timing of things were a little bit hard and I do apologize because last week I well I'm still going through um this crazy crisis at work and but it was like in the thick of things last week and I actually I have to apologize um we have a we had a patron a patron contact us wanting to be on the show and I had to postpone that as well um so Ryan I promise I'm gonna respond to you (laughs) 
and you will be on the show just give me a couple like literally two weeks and you'll be on the show but I I I am gonna get back to you and you'll hear this before I probably do so just (laughs) FYI um other than that let's get into let's get into uh this is the thing yeah I want you to tell us tell our listeners what it's about tell them how you came up with the idea talk about it yeah, just just uh, speak just talk. go just go man. just go um yeah it is uh it's a show about two guys that uh work at a record store trying to follow their dreams uh so one guy is trying to be a stand-up comedian which is me because that is what i'm trying to do in real life and the other co-worker this guy tim is trying to be a famous youtuber and trying to get that that viral video fame and money and all of that so there's a bit of us like trying to follow our dreams. Like there's a lot of stand up in it. Um, there's a lot of uh, in store performances from bands in the record store, and then it's like kind of us just dealing with typical and not so typical record store customers. But it's not specifically like record store customers. It's like retail in general. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. that anybody that has ever watched retail is gonna be like, oh, I know that freaking guy. Like when they oh, see God. different yeah. different characters. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of crazy to me. Like, we are actually we're finishing up. I have a, like I mentioned, uh, I have a production meeting tonight. We're finishing up editing right now um, and trying to get some trailers cut and deliver all of the episodes to Bell. So this is going to be coming out on Bell Five TV One in like mid April, which is actually a month away, which is crazy. Um, wow, so soon. Yeah. And how many episodes are you guys having to produce? So, yeah, we did five 12-minute episodes. We got a sweet, sweet hour of content to make for Bell. So that was, uh, that was honestly, it was very unexpected. Like, it was right before the world ended. Uh, I saw this post on Facebook. I mean, this this uh, Facebook group called Lights, Camera, Hamilton. So there's this post from one of Bell's development producers looking for pitches. And I was like, I think I got something. Like, I, I've been kind of mulling over this idea for a little while. Um, and I should probably, like rewind a little bit so tim the other guy that that stars in the show with me we made a bunch of videos for sunrise records uh the youtube channel called the vinyl countdown with tim and it's like literally this guy knows more about music than anyone i've ever met and has a crazy record collection so we made a little uh mom's basement set in the back room at sunrise so we put up like uh, <laughs> like wallpaper of uh, wood paneling and just made it look like a crappy little basement <laughs> So we brought all these records in and would just talk shit about records. Um, we actually got in trouble from Rod Stewart's people because uh, he called Rod Stewart a drunk piece of shit. And at the time, <laughs> yeah. How did <laughs> like, it get to Rod Stewart's people? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> because, so this is the thing, Tim, uh, he actually resigned last week, but he was a VP at Sunrise Records um, up until last week. So he's like, like pretty well connected. In the music world, so he um, oh, like we posted some stuff on the Sunrise Instagram, and uh, his like someone from his label saw it and sent it to his manager and was like, "Yo, heads up!" I don't think it ever got back to Rod Stewart that he was called a drunk piece of shit. I should probably stop <laughs> saying Rod Stewart and drunk piece of shit. In probably the same, in the same sentence. <laughs> this is gonna this be the title of the episode. Rod Stewart is a drunk piece of yeah. shit. You're gonna you're gonna nail it with the. Uh... We're gonna get a cease and desist. Like it's oh, we're gonna, gonna get sued. We should, yeah, we should knock this off before. I don't have any. I don't have Rod Stewart money. <laughs> Rod no, Stewart legal no, defense. No, no, I don't have that. 
Um, so yeah, so that was like kind of the idea. I, I pitched it to Bell. I was like, hey, we've been doing this thing. I sent a bunch of episodes of Vinyl Countdown. I was like, it's going to be centered around this guy and myself. I'm a stand-up. Uh, and we just started talking from there. So we started talking like right before the world ended. And we just kept in touch throughout the first like shutdown and quarantine and all of that. Um, I think I formally pitched everything to Bell in like, like early April last year. Fast forward to July, we got greenlit, uh, sent the contracts over in end of August, and then we started filming in October. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're all done now. We would have been finished before the end of 2020, and then COVID, like I, I had COVID, super fun. Um, so we oh. had to delay literally everything. Um, yeah. And by that point too, it was like, you know what, everyone's like kind of burnt out from the year. <laughs> so let's take a bit yeah. of time and regroup and like really work on things a little bit more. Um, and then, yeah, so, yeah, so we did our, our last block of shooting, um, the last weekend of February. So February 27th, 28th, and you guys came out on the 27th, which was awesome. Came out yeah. and then I had to leave yeah. and didn't get my, my up close and my, my screen time, which I'm really upset about. And you know, what's going to make really... you more upset. Uh, what? One of the extras that was supposed to come later ended up coming earlier and, you had just like just gotten rid of all your wardrobes. So we're like, oh, there's some wardrobe over there. So like, she not only is this this extra wearing the wardrobe that you had, but like, there's like a lot of like she's like walking straight down the hall. There's like face shots. Like you're, I know, but it, it just worked she's out like so timing was like that. You know what sucks too is Tell us. we um we started that day at like eight thirty ish, and. It was like super ambitious um, of a day. Like we shot an entire episode in one day. That was the first time that we did that. Um, yeah. But the I don't want to give too much away uh, because obviously every single person watching this or listening to this is going to watch the show. So I don't want to ruin Absolutely. anything. But, totally. Yeah, All of them we, are have yeah. Bell. Bell. Yep. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, especially in this demographic, nobody is, has cut the cord and everybody pays for cable. So, hey, dude, I still have mine. So. Dude, I do. But, um, I, I should, because I'm waiting because for this paying. thing to come out. I can't that's get rid of it. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. It. So we shot the first scene of the day we shot uh, has kids involved. And one of our producers was like, there's no friggin' way I want kids in this. And like, but it was three to one. We're like, we ha- we're going to shoot with kids. There have to be kids for this one specific scene. But because mm-hmm. of that, like, ev- like literally, it was one of everything those things got that, delayed. Like, everything got delayed by like fifteen minutes, and then the setup for the next shot was like, oh, we're only about half an hour behind, and like it just kept snowballing. Um, and then even actually, like Nick, right around the time you left, we were setting up downstairs um, for something else, and we, like we were all ready to go in the main hall. And yeah. One of the guys is like, honestly, we should probably pop outside because the next thing that we had scheduled. Uh, we're going to lose daylight if we don't get out there. So like it was a mad scramble to get pretty much oh everybody gosh. moved over. Yeah, which is what we which is basically why we we're like shit. Like there's no way we're going to make it out of here. Like no way that that scene is going to be filmed and that we're going to re- record our scene and make it out of here in like less than half an hour, which is basically what we had before. Like we had to drive to Selkirk and I was like, "All right, fuck. Like we just got to go. Like I can't." But it was shit because I was like, "All right, we're 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 going now. Like we're ready. Like they're they're ready to film us." And then the, and then I hear her being like, "All right, we're gonna postpone your shot." And I was like, "Fuck, I gotta go." Yeah, <laughs> gotta and go. that's honestly though, like you totally made the right call because it it would have taken ended up being postponed by like probably about an hour, hour and a half. 
that yeah, that's, what, that's what we here. figured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got out of yeah, there I, at about one thirty. So it's like eight thirty to one thirty right there. Yeah, because I was watching all your stories on Instagram and I was like, they're still recording, like they're still filming right now. I did get to watch the scene with the children get filmed and I was in the corner like trying to muffle my laughter. It was so <laughs> funny. It's so good. Um, were you yeah. in that scene, Marie? Like were no. you in the, okay, you just saw no. it. Yeah, I got to be in a scene with a really funny comic from Hamilton, Kevin Sheeler, who was mm. in a scene there, so... He, we also went to high school with him, but it was a good scene too. Kev They're Rose. all funny. Everything I watched, I was like in the corner trying not to laugh. So, <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad it it uh, yeah. it ended up being one of those things too that like the later it went, you know, and like you get like kind of tired and a little bit delirious, but you're still like you're still in it, but you're not totally whatever. Mm-hmm. By the end, when it was just Tim and I for like the final scene. Uh, we both made like the really dumb mistake. And this is what happens when it's an independent production where like everybody's doing like 10 different things. Uh, we started shooting early in the day and we're like, oh, this is supposed to be like coming inside from being outside. We probably should have had jackets on, but whatever. Oh, it, it's okay with what right. we're wearing. But at the end, we still had to like have the continuity for everything. So it was like minus like, like one or two. Which is not that cool, but it was freezing and we didn't have jackets on like trying to record this thing. And I think like I was watching a a cut today and you can't really see our breath, but you know, like, I mean, I'm doing it right now. I just looked at myself, but like you, you see things that are recorded and you watch yourself. Uh, I could Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, oh, don't those legs are shaking a little bit. Like you're cold. (laughs) You're cold, dude. Yeah. Um, Shit. But yeah, it was a weird time, man. Like it, I'm, I was saying to anybody that would listen that for sure the cotton hack the cotton factory is haunted yeah like all throughout the day i'm like oh, there's for sure ghosts here uh and then we did a big unit move from like the main room where all of the the holding the uh, cast background and catering was we moved everything downstairs to the mule spinner uh stuff just started exploding <laughs> um like so we had what we had a case of uh of prop beers that like they weren't even, they were real beers um, that we got from one of our sponsors, uh, shout out Clifford Brewing, super good beer. And they hooked us Great up with beer. Like a bunch of swag. My boyfriend's and... favorite beer. Oh, what's <laughs> man. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. I would have loved to have given them some before they all exploded. So like, yeah, he would have loved that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's like, we just heard this like massive boom. And, like you guys saw how big that room was. It just echoed and everyone's like, what the hell was that? And what? someone was like, oh, I think it was over there. And like, you open the case and it's like, okay, well, one beer just exploded. Not a big deal. Like, cut, like put the box back up and just put it aside because it's one of the last things that we had to move. Uh, mm-hmm. And then like, it just kept exploding and more things oh kept exploding. God. One of our PAs was holding one and it exploded and they cut her hand open. And we're like, oh, fuck, man, come on. Oh, like, no. like, I'm oh, glad we have wild. insurance. And like, I'm glad that we have, oh, yeah. like, in case she was like really hurt. She was fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like yeah. Nicole's a gamer. She was awesome with stuff like that. She was laughing it off later. She's like, I just don't want to bleed all over everything. I'm like, I don't want oh you to bleed God. all over everything. But like, are you okay? Yeah. Like what? It literally exploded That's wild. in hand. Yeah. And there's this, uh, this super old freight elevator that I don't know when it yes. was built, but I assume it was built at the same time as the building. Um, and it was like rickety and like really like. I was sketched out by it when we were going up and down with gear earlier in the day. And then later in the night, uh, we were doing like just a one more fire check, make sure everything is gone. Mm-hmm. And our assistant director was like, I need to take the elevator. I was like, 
I'm going to take the stairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time I got up there, I could hear someone. I could hear it like faintly through the wall. She's like, hello, can anybody hear me? Hello, is anyone there? Oh, my like, oh my God, dude, are you stuck? Oh, yeah. So Gosh. I don't know why she wouldn't text anybody. But at that point, it's like, it's almost 1 a.m. Like, we were done. Guess, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. So, and, yeah, so she was stuck in this freight elevator Shit. <laughs> for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, like, I mean, just to give everyone a little bit of context, like, this was, like, the cotton factory was an actual cotton mill prior to it becoming basically like a co-working space for people to rent out for film, for art projects, for everything. So, I mean, people went through that place like thousands and thousands of people have been in and around that place the energy there is pretty pretty thick i found when i it's like weird. i mean yeah it's a weird it's spot. it's a weird vibe it's a weird vibe like i mean you kind of i don't know if i felt depressed per se there but it definitely had like a bit of like a and i mean it could have just been like the steel and just the the ominousness of like having to do factory work like I just feel like that (laughs) just knowing that like these people walked up these like four flights of stairs every day just to get to where they needed to sit and do like monotonous work but yeah did you guys see all the lockers and stuff too like some of the original lockers were there uh in certain places um yeah a lot of like just weird stuff and it's it's like so it's on Sherman North which is mm-hmm. very industrial. Um, Super, yeah. But that's one of those places where, like, you walk out the front doors and you look around and you're like, oh, for sure people have been, like, beaten or murdered around here. Like, it's, like, oh, 100%. Part of the city, but it, there's Ooh, nothing actually. around. It's all, like, it's, it's all, yeah, it's not great. I no, had to leave yeah. after I was done shooting my little, like, background extra work. I had to leave, pick up my brother, and come back. And on our way back, there was like a two block radius that was sealed off with crime tape with police nice. there. So I'm sure someone nice. did just get murdered right outside. That's I perfect. shouldn't laugh. It's so funny. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a place too. Um, it, it seemed like it was closed down, but there's a place behind like the big parking lot that uh, the building was just painted completely black. Um, oof. Like and like windows blacked out, all that stuff. Uh, and there right. used to be like a dominatrix dungeon that used to have like oh, a fun. little sign on like one of the doors. Um, but I, I feel like That's some more some sketchy shit is probably energy. going on. Yeah, Maybe. not that like being a dominatrix it, yeah. is sketchy, but like, no, no, like but... I'm going to open my dungeon down here. That's like something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's got to be a reason for you to be pulled towards that uh, area for you oh, to do that. Um, so Marie, do you have some like stuff to tell us about, about this place? Cause yeah. obviously, uh, so, Mike is fe- feeling the vibes there. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any, did you go into the basement for any reason at all at the cotton factory? Uh, by accident, we took the freight elevator <laughs> all the way down we're like, ah, this mm-hmm. is like, you know, when you get like, it just feels creepy. And like creepy mm-hmm. and cold, we're like, all right, we gotta, we gotta go all the way back. Did it by accident bring you down there, or did you like press the wrong button? So the way that the elevator works is you have to. It only goes if you're holding the button. But mm. like we we must have been talking or something because 
we went to open the door like oh this is not where we want to be at all right um but we had taken the elevator like dozens of times that day so we probably mm-hmm. you kind of get a vibe for how long the the trip takes sure uh, but i don't sure. know why it, it didn't this is like ne- like again near the end of the night so maybe we were too tired or maybe it was just like oh i'm gonna bring it down here uh and next time you're in here i'm gonna trap you in here <laughs> like i don't know yeah. what's going on but so I did try and look up some stuff about the cotton factory and surprisingly it was really difficult to get any information about the paranormal stuff that goes on there. However, I found one clue that that freight elevator is definitely haunted uh, because Haunted Hamilton wrote something on their Facebook and this is the only thing I could find out about the elevator. And they just said, Haunted Hamilton has a very spe- has very special access to the iconic haunted tower, the eerie basement of the old factory by way of the old freight elevator. And they very heavily have been pushing the fact that they are allowed access to this elevator. So they must have a story about it. I'm down to go on a tour with Haunted Hamilton um, to find out more information about this, but there's definitely something going on with the elevator. So, but that's all I know about it. Um, But (laughs) I did find some other stuff. So just really quickly going to do a brief uh, synopsis of the cotton factory. So in the late 19th to early 20th century, Hamilton's textile production was one of the city's largest industries, and it was second only to the steel mills, which is a pretty big deal. Um, The five Johns of Hamilton which were John Gibson, John Moody, John Sutherland, John Dickinson, and John Patterson were responsible for the industrial age in Hamilton. They opened up Cataract Power Company in 1896, which brought cheap electricity to the city. They were Hamilton's major landowners, and they brought manufacturers and entrepreneurs from all over North America. There was a bookkeeper from Nova Scotia, uh, or from a Nova Scotia cotton duck mill, and they came to Hamilton in 1887 to open up a rival company when he approached John Patterson of the Five Johns to fund his cotton mill venture. Patterson already owned the land that the cotton mill was on, and it was decided that his brother Edmund Patterson would be the architect. Uh, So the Imperial Cotton Company was born in 1900, and a man named James M. Young became the first president, and he is actually now a distant relative of Robert Young, who owns the Hamilton Tiger Cats currently. By 1906, orders were taken from all over the world using telegraphic code. So, uh, in 1924, Imperial Cotton merged with Cosmos Cotton Mills, and the new company owned and operated the complex until 1972, when most of its machinery and workers were sent back to Nova Scotia. A textile museum in Yarmouth houses a lot of the big looms that they used at our cotton factory today yeah today like Nicolina had mentioned the cotton factory has been transformed into a creative industries complex with space for workshops and small manufacturing office space for creative professionals and studios for artists the complex is now fully leased but the community and uses of the complex are always growing and evolving there's over 100 100 tenants there and uh, among them are photographers, designers, curators, painters, bunch of artists, and areas of the building have also been used for a wide variety of television and movie productions like This Is The Thing. So it is said that John Patterson does haunt the cotton factory to this day. Uh, visitors, 
Mm -hmm. And visitors often catch orbs. <laughs> visitors will catch orbs in photos and even on video. So you should check your video, your old Instagram story, see if you can find any cool orbs doing cool stuff there. Um, but the cool story that I heard, or like the one that has most, I guess, credence to it, would be the story about the basement. So it's apparently haunted by a child, which is the most terrifying type of ghost, in my opinion, uh, named Nathan. And <laughs> during... Terrible name. <laughs> that is a scary name. Yeah. That's almost that as bad be... as Damien, but... That's, Not as bad. that's the unfinished business that like the ghost <laughs> is dealing with is like i'm gonna track down whoever thinks nathan is a, a good name who fucking likes the name nathan you're yeah so there was a ghost walk that was happening with a hamilton company called ghost walks so not haunted hamilton a different ghost walk company and they were using a divination tool at the beginning of the tour so some type of tool that allowed them to communicate with nathan um, the spirit of the little boy came through and he asked them to come and visit him in the basement. So they were elsewhere in the building, right? So they decide to save the basement for the end of the tour. And they decided to bring, this is my big pet peeve, a Ouija board with them. I'm terrified. So <laughs> I'm shaking. So... <laughs> Oh, also, the tour was a group of teenage girls. They had booked a private tour, a little, a group of teenage girls and one of their mothers were on this fucking tour. So, <laughs> so they're in the basement of the cotton factory at night using a Ouija board to speak to a child ghost, a bunch of 13-year-old girls. So um, while they were using the Ouija board, Nathan called one of the girls by name and told her to stand in the corner and stare at the wall. The spirit made her stand there for five minutes straight. And then you can see a video and it literally looks like the Blair Witch Project. And I was like, this is so upsetting for me. Um, after about five minutes, Nathan interrupted the other girls that were using the Ouija board and asked if she was still staring at the wall because he was just trying to play a prank on her and was like, I wonder how long I can make her stand there for. Like a Nathan, little I take shit. it back. That's that's a great. <laughs> what a little brat. Yeah, little I'm back shit. On Nathan's side on this one. That's great. Um, ghost walks also said that they captured one of the most vivid photos of a ghost that they've ever seen at the cotton factory. Even more vivid than a famous photo that they had caught at the custom house, which we covered on our live Halloween episode. So. Uh, that's all I could find about the cotton factory, but it that's is all. That's like haunted. the most comprehensive ghost thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was really good. But I want to know like the story of Nathan. I want to know like, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. I just want to know where. <laughs> cotton factory Joe. Was he? Yes. Was we, he that, well, that's the title there? of the episode. Yeah. So was his job like cleaning machinery there and he died? Like, why is he still there? So I want to know his story and I want to know why John Patterson is still haunting the place and how did he die? I couldn't find anything. So yeah, I'm not sure what the labor laws were back then on ch child labor. I mean, it was but... the 1800s, early 1900s. So yeah, so. he definitely could have been a worker. Mm hmm. Um, so, but there's nothing on John Patterson? I mean, there might have been, but I got really caught up. Nothing about his haunting. It just says that he haunts it, but it doesn't say why, like, 
okay, so when a ghost haunts a building, obviously you think like they they must have died here. So right. I, but I couldn't find anything about why he's haunting the cotton factory or or what he does. Maybe he's the one that's messing with the elevator. I don't know. Yeah. So that's why I want to go on the Ham- Haunted Hamilton tour and see what the story is. Because spooky stuff tells like really in-depth mm-hmm. stories about these places. But yeah, oh that's all I got I'm so for glad. you. I'm so glad that I'm just <laughs> learning this now. Hearing this now? Yeah. yeah. Instead of when also, you're filming there. Yeah, but also when you were talking about the orbs, I completely forgot. So when we first started talking about this, um, you were asking about like any ghost stories or whatever. I couldn't think of any. Uh, we shot our second episode or parts of our second episode at the Winking Judge on Augusta. And yeah. when we got there, uh, the owner was like, oh, you know, if, uh, if you hear anything or see anything, it's probably just a resident ghost. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about, yes. lady? We did the Winking Judge on one of our episodes. And yeah, that one is crazy haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's still like some weird stuff is going on there. But she, the owner, had a bunch of stories about... Um, people taking pictures of bands playing at the bar and there would always be like orbs and stuff floating in the pictures and she also said that her daughter would go up uh and play upstairs like with the ghost when they were like doing stuff downstairs at the restaurant she's like yeah just hang out go play with the ghost and whatever else like that's babysitter uh, it's terrifying lady but it's cool imagine Edie was just like i met nathan at the cotton factory my new friend that's my biggest fear that's my big because like I know this kid and brings Nathan home. No, yeah. don't. This, this is my friend Nathan. I'd be like, get out of this house. Sorry, <laughs> you're you not go, allowed to live you, here anymore. You have, you have two playhouses in the backyard. Pick one of them, <laughs> and that's that's where you're gonna live for the summer. Awesome. Oh, uh, well, that was. I mean, I, I'm scared. I want to go back though for sure and do uh, a go. We've been wanting to do something with spooky stuff for a long time mm-hmm. um are ghost walks still i guess indoors you're okay you can just wear your masks and everything so we could probably we could probably we do went it on a ghost walk it was an outdoor ghost walk though it was outdoors that's why i was like wondering but yeah we pro- they're probably pretty good still now if they figured out their social distancing measures for yeah. doing that so um yeah i know be, uh, be they cool do the niagara back. still like that's I was, where we I did ours show. yeah Oh, yeah. I had a show at Niagara on the Lake, and there was a ghost walk going by. Um, it was probably us. I almost yeah. uh, got hit by a, a horse with a carriage. It was like I was the weirdest <laughs> shit in the world. So, like, all right, you guys are in a different time out here. In <laughs> they really the are. Lake. So, okay, so I just found out that this is t- completely off topic, but speaking of Niagara on the Lake being totally in a different decade, they call their mayor Lord Mayor. It's not just... It's Lord Mayor. They have the landing page on their mayoral website says Lord Mayor. And they, the reason why I know this is because the company I work for is in the Niagara region. And they presented like a Niagara entrepreneurial like event thing. And the mayor presented and he had this massive Game of Thrones-esque like, like, necklace on and I was like is that a is that serious like is that a joke and they and one of my co-workers was like this is like my biggest pet peeve about Niagara because this is they wear it like this is a thing I'll send like I'll post it on like 
paranormal or something just to give people context of how ridiculous this is he's like i want to run for mayor just so that i can throw that thing in the trash like it's the the most ridiculous thing and then he was like yeah and they call them they call him lord mayor and i was like that you're joking like that's a joke right he was like no and sent me to the landing page so they are in a different era completely over there i don't know what's going on but they also have great property value so they're doing something right can't be beat the weird can't be beat (laughs) it's location 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 Location. (laughs) with that is like like you're making fun of it right now. I'm making fun of it too. But if I <laughs> ran and became mayor, I'd be like, this is the coolest shit in the world. Like, oh, to- to- totally. Lord. Like, I, I would change my tune real quick. Oh, yeah. But if I got I to wear that, I'd be like, stupid. the big dick energy behind that fucking necklace is just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, okay. So we're going to do uh, Fuck, Mary Kill, yeah? Yeah, for oh, famous, famous Hamiltonians. Hamiltonians. Are we just picking d- one set of three? Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to just do one round and we'll each answer? Yes. Okay, cool. I've, 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 that's what I'm looking down at. I'm finding famous Hamiltonians. You are? Okay, so, so you're, let, let's just leave it to you to pick the three. I, I think I have them. I feel like we okay. need to get a mix. I've, I picked three guys, so I feel like I need to just switch one out for a female. We'll get two guys and one girl. So, it's 2021, okay. man. You got to do what you got to do. I know. No, I know that. I know, but, you know, 75% on the dollar, so or 75 cents on the dollar, so we'll have one female for two males. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with uh, Hamilton heartthrob Brian Mello from Canadian Idol. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard of him for a fucking minute. Um, everyone's uh, surrogate father, Eugene Levy. Mm. And uh, this is the most famous female Hamiltonian I could find. So my apologies, Nicole Arbor. No. Uh, <laughs> I got I, I mean, I, I know, this. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the most famous one I could find, unless one of you have a one in your mind that you can think of that I didn't think For, of. And uh, we can females, yeah. And then we can edit. Can it. we? Like, no, let's like, just go. With, let's just go with Nicole Arbor. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, who wants to go uh, first? <laughs> you know what? It's. <laughs> She went to my high school a couple of years before I did. I think she was like, like maybe grade twelve when I first started. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people that went to STM have Nicole Arbor stories. I don't have any. Um, I obviously am gonna have to pick fuck for that one, but okay. But for like, I have reasons for it. It's not like I I, I knew that he was gonna pick that one. <laughs> okay, okay. Just because of the satisfaction. <gasps> afterwards mm. not that I, I would take no pleasure in it other than to be like you just <laughs> fucked me i mean you'd take a little pleasure in it like i mean let's be real i would obviously <laughs> but you know what i mean just like the like the stick it to him like you just you just fucked me nicole arbor yeah like this is <laughs> think about that for a sec you're gonna feel good about that one tomorrow probably not even if it was even if it was great but yeah but, ugh, you know <laughs> Uh, Eugene Levy, you got to marry him. Seems like a great dad. Uh, yeah. Don't want to kill Brian Mello. He's actually engaged to a girl that I used to work with. Oh. Um, so I know it's always is, tough. No, but it's this, tough. This is the thing. I ha- I would have to go kill for him, 
because mm-hmm. I always like when she posts pictures of them, she always calls them mellow cakes and yeah, it's a no for me, dog. That's it. They're they're both very nice people. I, I've uh, I always there was a summer where I would run into her probably once a month, and they would always be like out on date night, and it was one of those like how cute you got to talk to them because you work together and like there's no ill will so it's like oh hey how's it going yeah small talk this is great line of ghosts find mm-hmm. my seat now um i'll see you later <laughs> and i'll see you like three weeks later and have the same kind of thing um it's like oh we just keep running into each other let's say the same thing we said three weeks ago <laughs> yeah yeah at that That's point fun. if you get like three if you run into someone three times in a row in the same like summer or the same like block of time i think by mm-hmm. the third time you can just ignore them and just like you can I think, yeah i think it'd be I like agree. like mutually accepted just like quick nod and like hey just a, exactly just yeah keep on going finger gun and then out yeah. <laughs> so finger I, I think guns. uh yeah exactly I, I don't know i wouldn't even do that i just give like a mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. lips <laughs> not up and then that's it sweet yeah there's no okay. need for for pleasantries at that point it's you're <laughs> long past that I don't even, you know, I see my mom three times a weekend. By the third time, I'm like, all right, I got nothing to say to you. You don't even want to speak. So. But, <laughs> but if I ran into Nicole Arbor three times after, I would say hi every time. Just you would say like, hi every uh, time? Every, every single time. To remind, to remind her. her? Yeah. Or like, because you know, too, she seems like the type of person that if she saw me coming, she would like try to duck, like at like the LCBO or something. She'd try to duck down yes. the aisle and be like, "Oh, I'm just really into this uh, bottle of Bailey's," and start like reading. Well, because you know you would see her see her at the LCBO. That'd be the only place you would regularly see her. I feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like screaming at someone like right in their ear at a club or a bar. Like, right. You know, I used to come here all the time. Yeah, or throwing a hot Tim Hortons yeah. in someone's face because they made yeah. it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Nicole Arbor. I got some other Nicole Arbor stories. I probably shouldn't tell them on the podcast. I'll tell you guys. No, don't. Time. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it after this for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, who's yours, Nick? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Mike. I wanted to say oh. I w- was going to say fuck Brian Mello and kill Nicole Arbor, but I don't feel that way. You know, that's In my so heart, funny. I don't because I also thought that I was going. I actually thought I was gonna. My initial was marry Brian Mello have sex with Eugene Levy and kill Nicole. But I actually agree with both of you. Um, yeah, as obnoxious as she is, there's an mm-hmm. entertainment factor there to it as well, where, like, you could have fun with that later on. Yeah. And no offense to your friend who's going to marry Brian Mello. I just don't feel like there's the same. So there's not the same of quality of entertainment there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like... The if the stories you could tell about her, you could tell for years to come, like totally decade, a decade into the future. You could be like, oh, my God, remember that girl? Here's what happened. And it would be still funny um, versus so I'm Brian Mello, which I feel like you could just tell people that like he sobbed after you cro- after you had sex with him. And he that would, would be it. He, like, would you he looks like a very caring individual. Yeah, he, he does. Which Arbor, too is you can totally hate fucker. And like, totally. and like, and like Brilliant. mean it, like, like yeah. mean it. Eugene and yeah. uh, Mellow Cakes, you couldn't do that. You'd be like, you guys are never. Adorable. You guys are very nice. No, people. of course. Yeah. I feel no. like he would propose after, and I would just be like, I'm, oh fuck, not this again. Like, <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty good. I'm, all I'm right. pretty confident with all of those choices. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. I think you, made, you made a good argument, uh, and so you persuaded yeah. us, because my that was not my initial pick, but it is now, so. Perfect. Oh, all right, well, that is this episode of Paranormal. Where can people find you, Mike, and where can they find the show? Like, online. Uh, the show is only on Instagram as a, uh, mm-hmm. we, we made that, that choice. Uh, it's probably not a smart mm-hmm. choice, but you can find us at uh, <laughs> T-I-T-T dot Hamilton. Because uh, this is the thing, uh, we kind of, I kind of picked the name because it uh, turns into tit for the acronym. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, we were wondering if that was, yeah. if that was. Purpose. Yeah, do I refer it to is, it? Is do I refer to it as tit at the you intro? Refer to it as tit. Yeah, um, awesome. Definitely call it tit. So tit dot Hamilton. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Mike with four eyes, again because I am not. I'm a child, so it's uh, Mike Mitchell, like one of those. Oh. Yeah. Also, I just got glasses at the time, and I was like, "This is gonna be kind of funny." And then it just stuck. Um, and that's it. So yeah, that's all right. That's all. Sweet. sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks and, so much. And and the show airs mid April. Oh, yeah. yeah, it'll be on. Uh, yeah, we don't have an actual premiere date yet okay. um, because we are still cutting right now. But everything is slated to go mid April uh, on Bell Five TV One. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Dope. Awesome. Well, well, thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. No, of course. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Love to. Anytime. And stay spooky. Because <laughs> that showbiz, baby. I live spooky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay. If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormalpod. And remember, stay stay spooky. spooky!